we're talking about imposter syndrome. Welcome back to Sales Operations for Small Businesses. Or the imposter phenomenon, which I think is what it was originally called. A lot of people are affected by it. I have been affected by it a lot. It's gotten easier over time, thank goodness. That's one of the messages that I'm looking to bring to you today. But I'm sharing it because it doesn't miss people who work in sales operations. There's no magic spell. Uh, People who don't work in sales ops, when they see sales ops do their magic, it can seem like magic and it can seem like everybody's, all all of these professionals have everything um, working fabulously. And that isn't always the case. No one does. No one does. And I have somebody who I mentored for a while. They're doing well now. Um, They're in RevOps specifically right now, Um, but they're doing well. And she had some experience with it because she was new, but she didn't necessarily grow up in sales ops, how a lot of people do. So, you know, and ended up just being dragged in to do some of the data in for a long time. She, she like rose quite fast, let's say. Um, and so she didn't feel like, like as if she had a lot of the history to be able to support her findings of this is what I think we should do. Despite the fact that she has such a good brain she knows what she's doing but because people then take your answers and they run with it or if they don't run with it and they're questioning it you get that fear of oh i might be wrong we all might be wrong on lots of things what i'm here to share is that it's it's about your logic it's about the logic that you're using to make decisions on certain things. If you're doing some calculations and you're in, you you know, you need math, make sure your math is correct, clearly. But the imposter syndrome affects everyone. It does affect me. I've been in this game now for a long time. I didn't even know it was called sales operations for the majority of time that I've been doing it. I didn't even know. I thought it was just some weird bit in between sales and operations and project management such delivery that I happen to be very interested in and had an eye for being able to fix because I'm really efficient. I love efficiency. And so I just thought it was my thing. I didn't know it was a thing. And I was doing all of the things anyway. I was sorting out the funnels and looking at the leads and and training people in, in, in how to actually work with the rest of the business, training the salespeople. I was doing all of the things without knowing it was sales ops. And yet I still had imposter syndrome. You'd think once I realized that, oh, this is sales ops and I've been doing it the whole time. Oh, great. I know what I'm doing. No, that's not what happened. So it doesn't matter what stage you're at. You can still be affected by it. And so the story I want to share with you is where she she's in a new company now. And lots of people, it's a, it's a young company. There's, um, I think, roughly 70 people. And because she wasn't there before clearly everybody was just taking bits of sales ops and doing them so lots of people was involved were involved and lots of people still are involved and lots of people have loads of ideas of how to fix the things that they built before when they didn't have a strategy but it's now causing problems so they're fixing individual things and not looking at the bigger picture and what's really interesting is that one of the things that was one of the things that she used to struggle with in that she kept looking at the really, really fine detail, you know, trying not to make a mistake, but kept looking at the really, really fine detail and missing the bigger picture of 
what's the actual question that we've got that we need to answer? What do we actually need to deal with? Because if any of the changes that you're making fix the tiny issue over here, that's good. But if it doesn't push the whole thing forward, then why are we doing it? And that doesn't mean that you don't fix teeny tiny things because things can have knock-on effects. But in a lot of cases, because companies, we end up building things in a very piecemeal kind of way. We we tack onto bits and pieces, something that doesn't really fit here just to make things work, particularly in this situation. And then over time, you end up with this amalgamation of something that doesn't really look like any one particular shape. And then so if you just tweak this bit over here, you might not need to because it might not exist once you've cleaned everything else up. It might not be as important as it looks. It just seems to be something that's not working with this dodgy machine over here, if that makes sense. And so she was sharing that story with me because she just found it really interesting that she's now going to have to be the person in the room that says, let's slow down and look at the strategy of where we want to go, because all of this does need to be cleaned up. But what does need to be cleaned up versus what needs to just be thrown away? And so it's just been really interesting for her to see that turnaround. So with imposter syndrome, you will, it, it's easy to feel like as if you don't know what you're doing. I can promise you if you're in sales ops, if you've been drawn into it because you, you are particularly good at project management or analytics or you were the date, the person who knew about data, but you were in sales because that's pretty much those things is how it happens. You probably know more. By probably, I mean very, very strong, probably. You probably know much more about sales ops than anybody else in your company, particularly in a small organization. The owners and the head of sales and whatever, they would have been reading all of the books and they're online and they are learning because it's a new company. They are learning but they're learning about sales. They're not learning about sales ops. There's a difference. Sales is, you know, when people are learning about sales, that's learning about selling. Sales ops is about reducing, reducing friction to increase sales. And you reduce friction by getting the customers in the door, making sure the salespeople know how to deal with them and know how to deal with themselves and what's expected of them. And then what's expected of them for the rest of the business. How does the sales team interact with the rest of the business? We reduce friction to increase sales. We put, we get the sales training for the salespeople because we're reducing that friction so that it's easier for them to sell. That's everything. That is everything. There's lots of different explanations, but the way, the one that I found the easiest to remember, reduce friction to increase sales. Because if you forget about the reducing friction part, all you're do doing is building with a new shiny object and building and building and building, and they won't necessarily, in, in, um, they won't connect. And it's hard. So I do feel for you if you're experiencing it, it does come and go. But due to the ways of the world, we do, we do feel these things every now and again. I think it's really good to have if you i have a little uh good box i call it it's a folder that i keep on my outlook that i store emails in that are particularly complimentary about my works and sometimes when you're just feeling imposter syndrome it's not about the specific task it's just general a lot of times you're probably just feeling down anyway and the downness has chosen your work to display itself that's what it usually is because all the rest of the time, you're kicking bum all day long. 
and it works. So I hope that's helped. If you have any questions, let me know. If you, I believe if you're having that as well, you'd probably benefit from looking at the sales operations role model. You can get that at salesopseffect.com forward slash library or just go to it and go to the library, it's, in, it's right there. And that shows you all of the different activities that you can expect to do inside sales operations in a small business. Um, you may not do all of them, but it's a really helpful starter guide for you to be able to sort of map yourself to, and that should help as well. So thank you for watching or listening, and I will talk with you next time.